and welcome back to Passport Phone Wallet, the sometimes bi-weekly podcast about our travels and everything else in between and airport problems and all that stuff. I am, of course, former Olympic badminton champion Al, and I have the privilege of, well, not being in the same room, but being joined by the voice of Scottish ping pong, AJ. AJ, are you there? <laughs> the voice of Scottish ping pong. I don't think I've played ping pong since, like, college. You said to but me. Yes, I will be the voice of ping pong for you. <laughs> So I will be the voice of ping pong for all. You you said, right, come up with something a bit funnier than just, you know, your, your average crap that you pull. I thought that was magnificent for an intro. It's very good. I'm very um, intrigued, as I'm sure our listeners are, on um, your badminton career. That, that sounds like a, a story and a half. Well, look, I don't want to brag too much, but, you know, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Just anyone questions this, no, I have never been an Olympic uh, badminton champion, let alone played badminton in my life. So I just thought it'd be funny. Yes, well, one can dream and hope, I guess. Yes, of course. But look, we digress again, We, as we do every time I do a weird intro. Um, Poland, Krakow, let's actually talk about it and talk about the fun stuff uh, because we went back recently. Um, if you listened mm-hmm. to my last episode, uh, we uh, we we obviously um, detailed our experience at uh, Auschwitz um, and things like that. But we wanted to talk about more of the things to do in Krakow than just the the, the Holocaust sort of stuff and and things like that. Because while that is very important, the city itself is beautiful, especially in summer, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's just a fun place uh, to to go to. Um, and we just wanted, obviously, this was the original episode that we did. Uh, so we went there um, a while back and it was our first sort of international trip and we were a bit sort of intimidated and, and sort of stuck to places we knew we didn't really explore. But Oh, how things have changed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, this was just a chance to really sort of, if, if there's ever been anyone that's been a bit sort of intimidated going overseas and language barriers and all that sort of stuff, Definitely, Krakow is probably the best one to start with because it is not intimidating at all. It's such a great city, and it's mm. so friendly, and it's just so much fun, and 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 all that sort of stuff. So, we just wanted to give you our second uh, opinion of of um, Krakow um, with a little bit more context of mm. you know, <laughs> rather than just going to just uh, the old town, we actually explored a lot more of the city, didn't we? Well, the the first thing I would like to to congratulate you on, Al, um, for our lovely listeners that have listened to the very first episode of of the mm. podcast, um, is we found Josepha Street. We did, and it was I felt like a moron if I'm being <laughs> honest. I felt so thin. Was, yeah. As we said in the first episode, it was 45 minutes of genuinely looking at that going nah that can't be right that can't yeah we looked at it when we when we got there and we were like how did we not understand what this meant and why why didn't one of us even though we uh, at that point we 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 didn't bother to use the internet we why didn't one of us at least 
Google it. And yeah, Krakow is so easy to navigate. It is so, so easy to navigate. Um, Yeah, I was I was I was embarrassed at the time. But going back, (laughs) I I am even more mortified. Um, Yeah. Uh, Well, look, (laughs) I'm glad to get that out of the way really quickly. Let's be let's be honest, because, yeah, that, that, that was a very embarrassing faux pas on our part uh, uh just just basically being a bit thick but one of the things that sort of made this trip um a little bit more hectic was um as we previously mentioned uh we were involved in the uh uh the radar outage um uh, across the uk uh when all the maps went down so planes couldn't yeah. fly so it cut down a day um so we actually only had 56 hours so that included us having to go to the planned trips to Auschwitz and Schindler's factory, as mm. well as everything else we wanted to cram in. So it was a bit of a whistle-stop tour, but we we definitely made the most of it, didn't we? We did it all. We did it all. Um, yeah, I thought we were going to have to cut some bits out. Um, but no, we, we, we managed to to do everything that we wanted to do and um, and more. Um, because we had time to um, go to the Galleria, yeah. uh, the uh, shopping centre. And we were there and we got um, lunch and we picked up some bits before uh, we were heading to Vienna. So, yeah, we, we actually did really, really well given the time. Yeah. So what what we did, we, we essentially got in a day late, but the hotel was fantastic about it and just said, mm-hmm. look, come straight to the hotel when you arrive because we were we were on a really early flight and they said you can drop your bags check into the hotel we've got no problems with that so step one was already done we didn't need to walk around with our luggage all day and and all that sort of stuff um we could just check in we dropped our stuff and we immediately went to uh the old town um just to sort of see what it looked like again um and obviously yeah find joseph josepha street um yeah. But one of the things that we did discover when we when we first got there, because we, we were obviously navigating streets that we we hadn't seen in quite a while and things like that. But one thing that we never did was uh, actually the um, old synagogue, which has been mm. turned into a museum, and it was on mm. our list of, of places to go last time. But we just kind of ran out of time and you know all that sort of stuff. But it's a really really lovely museum um it's 18's Lottie which is roughly about three pounds 50 and mm. it's just a it, there's a lot of like art in it and things like that there was a lot of um had you of, been to a synagogue before because I no, hadn't neither had I no and it having been now to a you know I've been to plenty of churches I've been to a mosque and now been to a synagogue it you can really do have an appreciation of, you know, all the different sort of religions and things like that, because they are very vastly different in mm. in what they sort of. Um, their rituals uh, and their. Yeah. yeah. And even just the way. The, and stuff. Yeah. And even just the way the buildings are, are sort of made and, and sort of designed and things like that. It was really interesting to sort of see. So for anyone who does sort of frequent, you know, churches and, and things like that and sort of religious um places um i i thought it was great i thought it was was really well done you get kind of left alone to your own devices um Mm. you know there's no like audio tours or anything like that it's just walk around and read the signs there's a wee video 
there's a wee video in one of the smaller rooms that you can you can sit and watch um and it tells you about the history of the the synagogue and things like that um but yeah i th- i thought i thought it was it was really good it was there wasn't a lot of stuff but it was very impactful and you do get an understanding and appreciation for yeah the the jewish the jewish faith and how they worship mm yeah and and i think that's 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 sort of a uh, you know it's one of those things where you, if you've ever been to to any other sort of you know a, a religious place and things like that it it is very much a you know you have to be respectful and all that sort of stuff and and, mm. and that sort of things but it does give you a really good sort of eye opening picture and and i think we really enjoyed it it was a great way to start the trip anyway it was it was it was absolutely fantastic so that was um yeah yeah um <laughs> well we were all right we were going to talk about Schindler's factory in this segment but we are sort of at about 10 minutes now so i think <laughs> i think we should have a break because aj will have a lot to say about Schindler's factory and mm. i want i want to give her the time <laughs> to do this so i think we should do is this my should, monologue can I, I get a new segment on the podcast called aj's monologue um no I want to give I want to give you the time to explain it because yeah there's a lot to explain so I think if we take a break now we come back in 2 minutes and yeah you can well you can do your fun facts and then you can tell everybody what your thoughts were yes okay let's do that all right we will see you in a moment we got fun I hear everyone saying, AJ, you've already given us some fun facts about Krakow and Poland. I'm going to give you some more because, you know, this is the second episode of Krakow and we have learned loads of cool new things. So I will give you some extra bonus facts. Um, Did you know, Al, that Poland has only ever won Eurovision once? Really? Yeah, only once in 2018. Uh, I think they've been a contestant since 94. Um, but, yeah, they've only ever won it once. Well, Australia's never won it, so I can't really sort of, <laughs> you know, be, be great Poland. Go, go Poland. You, at least you've won I it. I know. And that, to be honest, their their nominations are, are normally quite consistently good. So, uh, yeah, so they've only ever won it once in 2018. Um, and Krakow actually used to be the old capital of Poland. Um, for it was about 500 years, uh, Krakow was the capital before they moved it to Warsaw. Mm. Yeah, which kind of makes sense with like some of the infrastructure and things like that. But um, I thought that was super cool as well. Um, also as well, uh, Krakow University is the second oldest in Europe because the oldest is Oxford. Um, but yes, yeah, the second oldest university in Europe as well. Mm. Wait, did we go there? We didn't. No. No, no did we you? didn't go to the university, no. Uh, we'll just have to go back. We'll have to do Krakow oh. 3. Well, you know, when we're starving for content, 
Let's let's do that. We'll we'll just. Oh no! I want to go back. Oh no! We'll we'll do all that in the meow meow beans and see if our opinions have changed. But (laughs) right, okay. Um, before we go on to uh, Schindler's Factory, um, I would like to say, uh, right next to the old synagogue, um, there is something that we have not spoken about, um, and I would say, it is somewhere to go. Um, and it's tucked away in a corner. You could literally walk past it and miss it. But there is an incredibly beautiful bookshop. Um, it's called Austeria, um, or it's just called the Jewish Bookshop. And it's a beautiful bookshop, but all the content in it as well is just, if you want to pick up any books, um, I, I mentioned it in the last episode about books, And also as well in the gifting episode, I was like, if you want to broaden your mind or, you know, understand places better and take your learning home, books are a great way of doing it. Oh, my God, the selection of books is just out of this world, isn't it? It was, yeah, it was huge. Um, Like for a tiny, tiny place, they utilise the space so perfectly. And, yeah, it's got so much literature for, yeah, so many different people. and, And you can get things that are just, you know, uh, basic stuff that will just, you know, explain, you know, uh, about the religion itself. You can get things that yep. go into things to do with the, the culture. The um, language as well. They have, like, um, yeah. Yiddish and Hebrew books um, for you to, like, to learn. Um, but, yes, highly recommend it. Yeah. Even, look, I, I thought I was I was a little bit sort of skeptical. I was like, oh, look, you know, is, is this something that, that we, you know, are we going to pick up anything in here? Really surprised, you know, really surprised because it was one of those ones where you're just like, wow, they're, they're catering to every single audience here, you know. So they're, mm-hmm. they're like, right, if you want to learn languages or if you want to buy a bookmark or if you want to just get a postcard in there, they're more than happy. And the the, the staff are very, very um, accommodating, just just happy to, to um, you yeah. know, help way they can yeah so please um if it's right next to the old synagogue as i said you could walk past it and not notice it um, but please uh put that on your list um if you love a good book um right okay schindler's mm. factory um mm. first off i would like to say so we originally had a tour booked for it and we missed our time because of the uh airport outage in the fact we arrived late it very clearly says on the booking uh no refunds no rescheduling and they did they gave us an afternoon slot uh, Mm because i explained what happened and despite them having that i thought look you don't ask you don't get and they very kindly moved our booking um, to two in the afternoon, so we were able to go. So um, thank you for the the operator for that. Um, it was appreciated. However, um, what I thought I was going to get out of Schindler's Factory is not what I got out of it. Um, and I think you were the same, Al. Yeah, I, I'll let you explain, but yeah, yeah. So obviously... Schindler's Factory, Schindler's List, very, very important um, and obviously uh, a heartbreaking but great story. Um, 
and going going to the enamel factory you think that you are going to learn about Oscar Schindler and his life um maybe some stories about the the people that were on his list that he managed to save um you do not get that um you uh on our guide so I touched on it in the last episode it is it is the first time ever when I've paid money for a guide um I have actually just given them the headset back and was like no I can't listen to this anymore um yeah the guy the guide was not good um he uh yeah he wasn't very informative um he said a couple of things which um and he was a was he Australian yeah I think he said he was Australian yeah he he said a couple of things um that were quite frankly I think poor taste um yeah um you know the Roman Polanski comment I think that was what tipped me over the edge and, and put uh made me um take my headset off for it um so Roman Polanski if you don't know uh lived in Krakow at the time uh when uh the Nazi occupation happened um and he managed to escape the ghetto um the reason for that according to the guide was and I quote he does not look that Jewish. To which I kind of rocked the back of my heels and wanted to say very loudly, well, what do Jewish people look like? It was that kind of thing. And I just thought, I can't listen to this anymore. Um, your content is poor. Uh, it wasn't very nice about Oscar Schindler saying he was a, a womanizer and he wasn't really a nice guy. And I'm like, he did something absolutely incredible, you know, <laughs> That's why we're here. We're here at Oscar Schindler's factory. And you're going, well, do you know what? The guy was like, do you know what? He's a wee bit of an arsehole. I'm like, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it was. (laughs) That's never, never mind what is actually in the museum. Yeah, yeah. he was incredibly (laughs) distracting. Let let me put it this way. So you're trying to get an experience of something that, of a place where, People worked, and you want to know more about Oscar Schindler. You, the the museum itself really is more about the occupation than it is about Schindler himself. So you, you come away from it yeah. not really learning a lot about him, which is what I thought I was getting, if I'm being honest, and more of the yeah. of the people that worked in the factory. I thought that's what yeah. we were getting. If that's what you're expecting, then um, yeah, you you won't learn a lot. Um, no. you'll learn bits and pieces, but you won't learn a huge amount. Do the museum on your own. You don't need to do the guide because no, I'm sure there's some, the guide. yeah, sure there's some fantastic guides, but he was, he was a bit, yeah, he, he just didn't seem like he, he cared a lot. And I don't know whether we just caught him on an off day, but yeah, it was those little flippant comments and it just, yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, um, yeah. What one thing as well, which uh, I think if you do go, you should be aware of, because uh, I don't know how you like felt like the extremes. You know, I I know I felt quite um, taken aback. Um. So as I said, yeah, it is about the Nazi occupation. 
I have I have never seen I have been to we've been to various places around Europe and things like that where where the Nazis occupied etc. Uh, we've been to Berlin. I have never ever seen in my life so many swastikas, um, including there is a room where the tiles on the room on the floor are little swastikas. Um, and then you look up and it's these very, very big, very large uh, flags. Uh, um, yeah, it was uh, quite shocking, uh, to say the least. And in in my personal opinion, um, we obviously have the disclaimer, but this is my personal opinion. I am not sure whether or not it was informing or glamorizing. And I know that there were individuals in the museum who were maybe taking a pilgrimage um, to have access to these things. Um, yeah. You're talking about the woman, aren't you, that was taking the photos of Hitler? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... I'll, I'll let you take. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you take it because, uh, yeah, because I could go on a rant about this. Uh, yeah, but yeah, how did how did you feel? Because I wasn't expecting. Obviously, you're expecting some sort of Nazi memorabilia. Fair enough, but wow, <laughs> this was this was next level. And as as someone who, yeah, I've I, we've been to like um, shrines and museums around like dictators and things like that. Uh, before across Europe, uh, but this was this was different. Yeah, it's it's not designed in a way to glamorize. I, I would disagree with you on that part. I, I it's there to show you just how in your face it was. I think of you know they controlled Poland. That's it. The Nazis controlled Poland, and this mm. is it's sort of trying to give you a a preview of what the Polish people had to see every day. And how they changed street names and how they changed. Um, yeah, uh, the street stage. name stuff that was good. That that was yeah. very informative. Yeah. But yeah, I That's, think the tiles on the floor were just a a bit too much. It's as I said, it's it's designed to shock and awe, and that's and that's it does achieve that. Definitely does. As as I said, there there are there is a there was a woman there that was taking selfies with her, you know, herself with. Um, pictures of Adolf Hitler mm. um, and not in a way of like condemning it. She was smiling and looked mm. really most chuffed. And when we sort of locked eyes or when AJ locked eyes with her, she I didn't gave her even... a dirty look. I gave yeah, her a she... dirty look. I'm going to be she... honest. I gave her a yeah. dirty look. She walked she... away, but then yeah. went back. Yeah. <laughs> And, and didn't seem to care really. So you might see that. I don't know whether that's isolated as well, but yeah, there's there was that. And Apparently that it's not because I was I was discussing this with friends who have been to the museum as well because I wanted to make sure, you know, I wasn't just losing my mind and I was just being angry for the sake of it. And two other people have said uh, they have experienced um, those those people with those those beliefs right well yeah that that can be a little bit off-putting um mm. but i found it look 
besides the, the 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 guide himself, when I stopped sort of listening to him and started actually just going around the the exhibits myself and reading the information, it is actually very informative and it does give you a very good preview of of what life was like living in Poland. Uh, it needs said, to be ve- called the Nazi occu- the Nazi occupation of Krakow Museum. It, it, it yeah. needs it needs to be named something like that. Yes, I know it's an Oscar Schindler's factory, but that's what it needs to be called. Um, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it, it, that is what it is uh, essentially. And then you can go into Schindler's um, office and see a replica of his desk, and they yeah. have a little bit more him there and a little bit more on on the pit on the employees that that, that you know he had and things like that they, they go one into more room. there is yeah. one small room which was his old office that's yeah. that's where they have it because after that it goes straight into the ghetto and they yeah. have the um the stuff about the ghetto but yeah so yeah overall it's a good museum it's just it's not what marketed, you're expecting yeah it's, yeah it's marketed incorrectly um yeah. but yes but very good. So, yeah, definitely. Hopefully, that helps you just expect what you're expecting when you when you go into to the factory itself and that sort of thing. So, and yeah, as as we said, um, you know, choose your audio guide at your own peril. So, <laughs> I think what we'll do is we'll take a, another break. Um, I think I need to lie down. I, I think I controlled myself very well because when we got back to the hotel room after that, I was I was not this calm. Um, uh, no, you weren't. <laughs> I was you, really pissed off. You know, you know what that, Get that me a was. Drink. Actually, yeah, that was the most controlled I think I've seen you talk about this. So I'm glad. I'm glad you <laughs> held back for the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But look, we'll, we'll we'll come back in a minute, and uh, we will uh, delight you with uh, more tales of uh, Krakow Two Electric Boogaloo. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. I know you've been missing it. I've been missing it. Everyone's been missing it. The whole badminton community has been missing it. It's our bite size wiener. No applause, AJ? No? Nothing? I'm really trying not to laugh. <laughs> You're allowed to laugh. It's, I know, you, but... I, I can, if I can't make you laugh, I don't think I can make other people laugh. I mean... <laughs> I had my tongue behind my teeth and I'm just shaking. <laughs> I don't know where this badminton thing came from. I don't know why. I'm, I'm I don't know. Right, but, show us your weenie. Okay, so we went back to Restaurant Starker again. I know. Who would have thought that it was, it was, uh, it was, <laughs> we'd go back there considering how much we howled on about it um, and how amazing it was the first time we went. So, uh, first impressions of the uh, second time we were there, um, the place looked very similar. Uh, slight updates, you know, they changed a couple of things, but um, overall, still the same sort of vibe. Very, very homely, very, very welcoming. Staff were fantastic, um, and uh, they were brilliant again. Um, very funny as well. They were they were having a laugh with us and things like that about mm-hmm. um, the, the flight delays and and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Um, so I had the burger, um, I know shock and horror. I had a burger, uh, who would have thought, um, I didn't get anything super traditional because I wanted to get, um, some, some really hearty food and I knew this place mm. does amazing food. And I thought, you know what, 
since I have a burger basically everywhere I go, I will have the burger here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, something happened. What? There are times in life where food transcends food and becomes just an experience. Ladies and gentlemen, with this? that burger gets the platinum weenie. <gasps> I've never no. given out a weenie, but it gets not a golden, a platinum weenie. <gasps> wow. Well, I would you... I would actually agree with you. And one thing you have missed, um, mm. I know you said the staff were amazing. I actually emailed them to book the table and I explained that we had been there before many years ago we'll come back we want to go uh we got three glasses of champagne yeah yeah that that was a lovely touch as well i forgot about that yeah that was yeah brilliant. three glasses of champagne i had the duck the duck was out of this world um yeah yeah just uh, yes that's all we can say uh, look, we we banged on enough about it in the very first episode, but go. The pressure to was on. Yeah. Go I was to worried. I was like, yeah. I was worried because I was like, what if it's not good anymore, or you know that kind of thing. Mm. And no, it was yeah, it was just as good as I remember it, if yep. not better. Yeah, um, I would agree. Absolutely. Also, as well, there is a really cool place. Uh, there's two cool places we went to, actually, that I would like to shout out. Um, we went to Bar Hevery, um, which is not far from Starkett, actually. It's down the road. Um, and that place is super cool. So um, I've mentioned it in the Auschwitz episode, and I think I mentioned it in the Krakow episode as well. Uh, what they did a lot of the Jewish quarter is all the old synagogues, a lot of them got um, like turned into different things like libraries and bars, etc. And this one was an old synagogue that's been turned into a bar, and they've uh, still got like the original artwork um, from when it was a place of worship, um, and it is such a cool vibe. It is such a cool bar. I loved it. Yeah, it was. Besides the lack of air conditioning, they've only got fans um, sort of yeah. blowing air. So, yeah, on a really, really boiling hot day, it might be very uncomfortable. But when we went, it was about sort of 23, 24, I think. And it was. It, it, no, it, it was about could... 28. It was really was warm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't feel that uncomfortable in there, though. I no, thought, I think yeah. as well it's because it's a, it's an old stone building, so it's naturally kind of cool. Um, uh, disregard what I just said. Because it's an old stone building, it'll probably be a bit cooler, and the fans are fine. Um, I thought it was yeah. 23, 24. I did not realise it was 28. Um, yeah, yeah 28. it was about 28, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really, really warm. Um, uh, and also as well, um, Mira, the pierogi bar. Oh, 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 that was amazing. That was so good. And we got, mm. um, I think it was like 20 dumplings. Was it 15 or 20 dumplings? We got 20. just this big bowl of sour cream in the middle. And, yeah, they have all sorts of fillings. Um, I think they have dessert pierogi as well. So you can get ones with, like, strawberries and Nutella and stuff like that yeah. as well. But we, we just went traditional. We just went traditional fillings. Um, and it it filled a piece of my soul um 
I, I love pierogies. Uh, we're very fortunate where we live. There is a sizable Polish community, so we can get a half-decent pierogi um, in the supermarkets and things like that here. But, oh, no, just filled a piece of my soul. Mm, no, I'd agree. It was um, it was brilliant. Um, does yeah. it get a, a a rating from you, AJ? I know you don't do the weenie, um, but does it get a rating? Um, I, I I would I would say go. I I don't I I don't want to. I already have my facts. Like I oh. I don't want to control this. So oh, you don't you, you, muscle in on on my segment. No, I'm not going to out of sheer respect. And I do agree with your your platinum weenie of of Starka. Yes. Um, well, yes. It, it, it unbelievable, un fucking believable food. Hands down. Well, um, also, do you know yeah. what is unbelievable? Um, somewhere I don't know where I found this in my research. Uh, but one thing we did do when we were in Poland um, this time, it was not historical. Well, it was of sorts. Um, it wasn't really anything to do with Polish culture or whatever. We went to the Arcade Museum. Yeah. Um, it was cool. <laughs> it was really cool. So... Um, <laughs> It's a wee bit out of town, so I would recommend. Uh, I can't say the word because you start laughing. Uh, a, let me try and say it. No, it's a bolt. A bolt. <laughs> normally, now, now say it now how you normally say it. Right. Backstory. So the taxis are really affordable, and there were some places we were going, and we didn't really have time as you know it was 56 hours so we wanted to get taxis uh so it was a little bit quicker and easier and yes they're called bolts um but that's not how i say it in my, in my accent so you thought uh, we were getting a different mode of transport weren't you you thought we were getting an aquatic sort bearing yeah, in mind I, our, our hotel was on the banks of the vistula yeah so we we had a, a river view so she just kept saying we'll get the boat we'll get the boat. I'll, I'll order a boat. And I'm like, fucking hell, you really want to get on a boat, don't you? <laughs> and I didn't say anything to her. I just sort of, I was like, all right. And then these taxis would turn up and I'm like, the fuck is this? Did we just not get the boat? All right. Maybe she just <laughs> forgot about it. And then it was about the third time you went, I'll get the boat. I'll order the boat. And I went, are you saying boat or bolt? Because I noticed that the taxi company was called Bolt. And <laughs> she, she goes, Bolt. Like that, yeah, it it, like really specific, and I'm like, but why are you saying it like boat? And and yeah, obviously it's it's to do with the accent. So yeah, that that was um, that yes, my my east my east Scot Scottish accent is uh, yes (laughs) has has failed me, and once again I asked friends of the similar region that I'm from how they say bolt, and they said bolt. Yeah. That doesn't sound like bolt. 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 They're two different words. Stop it. Put it in the comments. Put it in the comments to your listeners. If if I'm wrong on this, <laughs> you tell me. But I all I heard then was bolt. <laughs> 
Right. So we got to. We so get a taxi to the arcade museum. The arcade museum is one of the coolest um, things. Uh, you may get sensory overload because it is a lot, but it is it is a basically a warehouse unit um, that is full of hundreds of arcade games old school arcade games you pay um i think it works out was it eight i think it i think it's 12 pounds for two hours each um and you just get unlimited access to these games they have i'm I'm kind of sounding like stefan from snl here they have everything Yeah, Krakow's hottest spot is the Arcade Museum. It's got everything. Tekken, Mario Kart. Uh, there was a tennis game. Oh, what was the tennis game called? That was hilarious. Virtual tennis. Yeah, and um, the uh, players uh, were like Tim Henman. <laughs> yeah, I was Mark Philippoussis. You were Mark Philippoussis, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know who that is, he was an Australian tennis player from the early 2000s, late 90s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, they had they had all sorts. They had driving games, uh, shooter games, your old school Pac-Man, and um, yeah, it is it is so cool. I would go back to Krakow just to do like eight hours there. Yeah, it uh, was I, it was geek uh, heaven. Oh, it was brilliant. And we we found out because I I used to play Time Crisis a lot and whenever I used to go to arcades and things like that. And I thought Mm. I was actually pretty good at it. And it turns out I'm not. I'm very, very bad at it. Oh, Uh, really? I got to level eight of Tekken. (laughs) Did you? I I played Law um, because obviously you can do that jump kick thing and it basically just kills everyone and it's really easy. Um, But yeah, I got to like level eight of Tekken. I was really impressed. <laughs> well, you you also beat me in Mario Kart. Um yeah. I still to this day am crushed out. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was such a unique experience and it was so so fun and it was definitely worth the money. 100%. Yeah. Um because they don't, I, I think if it was done in other places, they would do like tokens and you'd have to like pay like three, four, five times the price. And they do it like that, like kind of like your more traditional, what they've still got now, arcade game style places. Yeah. Um, but it's the fact that you just play a, pay a flat fee and you just do whatever. It's yeah. just fabulous. Um, yeah. And people were quite good at like, rotating around the different games and things like that so like mario kart was really popular so you just kind of like just floated around did a couple of games and then just wait until it was free um but like people weren't hoggy um i think um might just been the day we were going but um i think in some places like that people get really hoggy on games no not at all and it was a good age range as well it was there was people our age and older but then there was also like young young kids like, mm. imagine having your birthday party there, like, uh, as a child. That would be heaven. Um, I did have a party like that when I was a kid. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know You're, that. <laughs> I'm showing my age now, but, yeah, back when I was a small kid, 
Yeah, you used to go to the, the oh. your birthday. Oh. Well, now I feel 102. Thanks, AJ. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we 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 learned lots of new new things about each other on on that trip. Like I didn't know you were allergic to bees. I have been with you a while, shall we you, say? And I did not know you were allergic to to bees. You do know. But you keep I, forgetting I that I'm know, allergic to bees. I didn't know you were allergic to bees. Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, anyway. Anymore. We need to talk about Poland and Krakow, not about my right. age and my allergic reaction to bees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, yes, the uh, Krakow Arcade Museum go it is amazing it is it is great fun um we didn't do sadly again because time was short we didn't do like the old market square we've done it before i would have loved to have went back um and i would have loved to have done the eagle pharmacy as well but i think we we did quite a lot of serious stuff if you've listened to the last episode because that took a whole day so yeah so if you do 56 minus obviously sleeping and stuff um and then yeah we were we were out um actually it's working out for about eight hours uh mm. in total so yeah we only had like two half days <laughs> yeah yeah so it was a, uh yeah it was a wind so we had to cram in a lot but this that was a great way to finish the trip and it was yeah. it was brilliant so um and then our flight was delayed for our next destination <laughs> Yeah. After having our flight cancelled going in, our flight was then delayed by an hour and a half going out. Um, as long yes. as it took off, I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so, Meow Meow Beans. Are we going to do Meow Meow Beans for Cracker 2 Electric Boogaloo? I think we should. I think let's see if it's changed. I can't remember what we put. I think we... Was it three Meow Meow Beans I gave it last time? I give it a solid four. Oh, okay. Solid solid four. Almost a five. But okay. I think a four. And take me back right now. I would happily go for a third time. I would dedicate one day to that arcade museum. <laughs> and I would dedicate every single night to Restaurant Starka. Every single lunchtime for Mirror Pierogi. And I would love to do the bars and things like that again. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yes, I would give it a, a solid, solid four. Okay. I'm going to agree with you with the four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to go with Take Me Back Someday. <gasps> not, not right now. I, I loved it. I really did, but I just think there's just more destinations for me. I'd also like to potentially try another city in Poland, like Warsaw. Yeah, Warsaw um, and Gdansk were on my list. Um, mm. I would love to do them, but yeah, that's that's the only reason I wouldn't be right there right now. But if someone said to me, "Do you want to go to Krakow?" Hundred percent would wouldn't even hesitate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was it was such it was a whirlwind, but it was such a good trip. And yeah, yeah. In conclusion, it was I felt I 
yeah just just re- reliving some of the mistakes and uh, you know stuff like we were scared to get public transport we got a bus yeah. from the airport and we were like oh my god because none of it was in english and we didn't know where we were going um to when we went this time and we were just like yeah let's get the the train yeah let's get the bus yeah let's get the tram oh it's all okay let's get um the, you know <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> right that sadly before we have a domestic let's 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 end this episode uh so okay. th- um in conclusion we we really really enjoyed it um yes. and things like that so uh that brings us to the end of the episode um where are we off to next aj well, uh, the next episode is one that our dear listeners have voted that we do. Oh, okay. Uh, so oh, I put so out... this. Oh, no. Yeah, so I put oh. out, we did a very unique experience of sorts uh, with a couple of dear friends of ours. Um, uh, we don't really do Scotland-centric um podcast episodes um but there has been a request for not you know history of edinburgh or culture or anything well there is a cultural experience but okay. it's the glasgow pubway sub crawl pubway subway pubway what glasgow sub crawl the pub crawl around the every stop of the glasgow subway system uh there has been a request from our listeners on it how did we do it how much did it cost um, and what was the overall experience? Um, of... well, I've got a lot to say on that. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... So that will that will be the next episode. Um, so uh, once again, thank you very much for for listening. Please make sure you like and subscribe to all our social media channels um, and on your uh, podcast streaming service. Um, we do have a really um, cool thing where you can buy us treats if you want. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So please feel free to click on the link in the um, podcast uh, blurb um, and you can um, give us some treats uh, for when we're away on our next trip. Brilliant. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. Um, And we will catch you on the next one and continue to be the voices in your head.